Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Let's be honest. Your family and friends love receiving gift cards for the holidays, and what better way to gift them what they really want than with happy cards? Happy Cards make giving personal gift cards easy and stress-free by helping you give the gift of choice. When you give Happy Cards, your lucky loved one can use them at any of the brands displayed in the card. I use Happy Cards, and I am a happy camper, and this is exactly what you need to do for the holidays. Your mom, wife, sister, or girlfriend can check out Happy Her. Picky teenagers, nieces, and nephews can check out Happy Teen. For the restaurant lover in your life, check out Happy Eats. And that includes Cracker Barrel, Dave & Buster's, Buffalo Wild Wings, or Panera Bread. Last-minute gifts for coworkers, teachers, coaches, and holiday party posts. Check out Happy Moments or Happy Holidays. You'll find everything you need. Cheesecake factories in there, Red Lobster, P.F. Chang's, all good stuff. Happy cards contain no fees, no stress, and they never expire, making it the perfect gift that anyone will love. Best of all, you can avoid the headache of holiday shopping by heading over to giftcards.com and have your happy cards delivered straight to your door. All season long, please enjoy free shipping and all happy cards. Visit giftcards.com slash happy or pick one up today at your local grocery store. Have a happy holiday season with happy cards. Napa know-how. Now at Napa, get a free Chase Elliott racing hat with any $25 purchase. Set of brakes? That'll cover it. New battery? Hat-worthy. Replacing an air filter? Then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break $25? Chase approved. So get what you need and a free Chase Elliott hat. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 331 Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave, this is Dan Patrick. Uh, welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. A lot of things to dive into. The boys are here ready to go. Stat of the day, play of the day. We've got a poll question as well. All of that coming up. Say good morning to our radio and TV partners. Reggie Miller a little bit later on. And Lane Kiffin, the new head coach of Ole Miss, will join us coming up as well. It looked like, Eli, and the Giants were going to end the Eagles' season last night. The Giants were up 17-3 to at halftime, but then Carson Wentz led the Eagles back. They won in overtime. Now they're tied with the Cowboys at 6-7 and atop the NFC East. And you could argue that Philly and Dallas are the two most disappointing teams in the league. And normally you could discount a division winner who's struggling just to reach 500. But we are talking about the Eagles, who two years ago won the Super Bowl with a backup quarterback limped into the playoffs last year. They beat the Bears, gave the Saints everything they could handle. And because of the seeding system, a very good team is going to have to travel to either Philadelphia or Dallas in the first round. And the Eagles and Cowboys probably aren't making anybody nervous right now. But recent NFL history has shown us to completely dismiss them would be a big, big mistake. Now, I'm watching Philly last night, and I it, it's where you, you you're say I had to say to myself, Wait, this is Philadelphia? And the injuries, uh, and look, every team has injuries, but you start to look at the skill position players, certainly the wide receivers. I don't know why the Giants didn't put five guys on Zach Ertz. It got to the point where, just like the Chiefs put two guys on Julian Edelman, at some point you go, I think Ertz is going to get the ball. 
And then in overtime, I go, I think Ertz is going to get the ball. And then the game is over, and I go, do you think the Giants are going to look back and go, we probably should have put a couple of guys on Zach Ertz. There were times when he was wide open. There, there weren't anybody within 10, 10 yards of him. I didn't think there was anybody else to cover. But I actually was looking forward to Eli playing. Now, I, I can honestly say in his entire career, I don't know if I've been looking forward to him playing at any point. Maybe two other times, and that was the Super Bowl. That was it. But I was actually, I, I wanted him to do well. And then I went, I hope that this doesn't end horribly. I thought, you know what? If it's close and he didn't even get the ball in overtime, no interceptions. He had two touchdowns. You know, the fact that his wife and his agent went to the game, you know, his brother goes, you know, they, they knew that this was a big moment here. And this might be the last time they'll see Eli play in a Giants uniform. I know he still wants to play, but... You know, what do you do if you're the coach? You know, the coach is coaching for his job right now. Can he salvage his, his job here with Eli Manning in there? But, uh, you know, I just, I was starting to think about this. Where could Eli go next year? Is Saquon Barkley really that good? Have we vastly, greatly overrated Saquon Barkley? Is it just the Giants? They don't have many skilled position players. The offensive line's not very good. But Eli last night... What is the future of this Giants franchise? I think you got to bring in a new coach. Uh, Eli is not going to be there, I don't think, next year. And then you start to – I would be really concerned here, maybe more about Saquon Barkley than Daniel Jones. And I didn't think I'd be saying that when we started this year. I, I just don't see – Saquon Barkley looks like he could be Barry Sanders, but he's not Barry Sanders. Um can you use him in a different way? Can you get him touches? I, I just don't see explosiveness from him, even though he has big play capabilities here. I don't know what the future is going to be for Saquon Barkley there. I don't know what it will be for Pat Shermer there. Daniel Jones looks like their future. But, man, what a mess. And if you have the number one pick in the draft, you taking Chase Young there, you're not going to take a quarterback. Would you trade that? number one overall, but they still have some competition from uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Here's the stat for you with Eli Manning. In fact, Seton, you want to uh, fire up the stat of the day music. I think it's worthy of that. In three, two, one. Since 1950, 12 quarterbacks have made at least 200 starts in the NFL. Of those 12, only two have a record below 500. Those two quarterbacks are Vinny Testaverde and Eli Manning. One sixteen and one seventeen for Eli Manning. Vinny Testaverde, by the way, won ninety games. He lost one hundred and twenty-three. I didn't know Warren Moon was one game over five hundred for his Hall of Fame career. One hundred two to one hundred one. Uh, Fran Tarkington, uh, one twenty-four, one hundred nine. He had six ties in his career. Of course, Tom Brady is leading the charge with two hundred and seventeen wins, sixty-three losses. At uh, a 7.75 clip there. But, yeah, watching last night, it kind of 
raised more questions than answers because I don't know what the Eagles are. I don't know who they are. You got another game with the Cowboys, but you did win. You know, you're just you're just trying to hold on for dear life. You get into the uh, the postseason here, losing Lane Johnson, Olshan Jeffrey. Those, those are big losses. You already lost to Sean Jackson, and and last night I did see more from Carson Wentz than I've seen in previous weeks, where it was really incumbent upon him to lead this team to a victory, and in the second half he was able to do that. But I, you aren't going against the Giants, though. So that has to be factored in. All right, uh, McLevin, you got a poll question? Yeah, do we want to jump into the Patriots first or the other polls first? Uh, let's go the other ones, and then we'll talk about the Patriots here. Okay, uh, start with, will Eli Manning be on an NFL roster week one of next season? We were wondering before the show started, could you see him in Carolina? How about that? It's a strange quarterbacking situation. you got a new owner there. Um. It's a southern team, if that matters, to Eli. But I, I, I don't know if there's a team that's taking him as a starting quarterback. Yeah, McLovin. What about uh, Chicago? No. I, I would stay with Trubisky. You know, you, you, you're already this invested. You got one more year, and I'd stay with Trubisky. Yeah, I, I can't see Chicago. Washington is a bridge? No. No, they have enough bridge quarterbacks there. Yeah, Paul. Would it be great, ultimate irony, if the only offer he had was the Los Angeles Chargers? The Chargers decided to move on from Phillip Rivers, oh, and, and they bring in Eli Manning. I'm being very facetious, yeah. but it would be ironical. Cincinnati as a bridge quarterback to whoever they draft? No, because I would take, I would keep Andy Dalton. Well, he's free agent. I know, maybe but I, I, else, I, yeah. would, I would have him and sign him for two years. If you're going to take a quarterback... You know, then I would have Andy Dalton there as that bridge quarterback. Yes, he doesn't that sound like a miserable two years though for Andy Dalton? Well, for either of them, because for the whole organization, because you're going to sign Andy Dalton for two years, knowing that he's not keeping the job, and then you're going to constantly have the how long are we staying with Dalton before we go to Jimmy Lipper? I don't know if I would take a quarterback if I'm the Bengals because they're not any good. So I'm going to I'm going to bring in Joe Burrow and I'm going to say Joe, make some miracles happen here. Chase Young, it feels like I got somebody who's going to impact, you know, our performance right away. I get something out of him right away. I don't know if I get that out of Joe Burrow. I'd hate to subject Joe Burrow to the Cincinnati Bengals. But um, what else do you have, McLovin? By the way, Chase Young, number two pick right now is the New York Giants. That'd be a nice fit. Yeah, it would be. That'd be a great pick for the Giants. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. If you're Joe Burrow, I know it's a side topic. Would you pull an Eli and not want to go to the Cincinnati Bengals? Because it worked out well for Eli. That was a, a not a pretty move at the time, but it sure worked out as a smart career decision. Where is he from? Ohio. He, okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, that. But I think Northern Ohio. But I got to check. That, yeah, I yeah, think he's Northern Ohio. That wouldn't sweeten the deal for me in any way to go to the Cincinnati Bengals. I could be from Northern Cincinnati. But guys want to be the number one overall pick, so I think that that factors into some of these guys. But I, I mean, Eli was still a number one pick. But I, I don't know if you're going to get. You know, somebody polling the Eli treatment. Yes, McLean. I mean, Joe Burrow is a guy who didn't even win the starting job three years ago. I can't picture him being like Eli was the chosen one to some extent. This program brought to you by True Car. They show you what your car's value is and let you get a cash offer in minutes. So when you're ready to sell or even buy, visit True Car. Enjoy more confident car buying experience. What other poll questions? Okay. We'll uh, get into the uh, 
the drama with the Patriots here? Um, okay, a couple more before we get into drama. We were having a pre-show debate. The most important non-QB skill guy to their team, this is off George Kittle carrying the Niners to victory. Is he the guy? Is it Michael Thomas? Or can you get into the other All-Pros, Christian McCaffrey? It feels like there are a lot of, like, one-man wrecking crews. Michael Thomas, George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey. Oh, boy. Uh, Kittle's great. I mean, Tyreek Hill, there's, there's no answer to Tyreek Hill. He's the fastest guy in the NFL. Um, McCaffrey's going to be maybe top five in MVP. Hmm. Derrick Henry's been on fire. Derrick Henry's been great. Yeah, he's, he's been great. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is like kind of the only weapon for Houston. I mean, is Houston still a playoff threat? I have no idea what to make of it. Well, technically, yeah, they are. But, I mean, Michael Thomas could end up with 150 catches. I'm going to say Michael Thomas. It's like that Zach Ertz question. Why don't you put five guys on Michael Thomas, and why don't you put five guys on George Kittle? I know. I'd probably say Michael Thomas because he's having a historical season so far. All right, the drama with the New England Patriots, and you probably already made up your mind. You know, we're going to get a little bit more information on this coming up. But, you know, basically what happened is the uh, Patriots have something called Craft Sports Productions. That produces content for Patriots.com. They have a Do Your Job series, which they track various team personnel at work. So the episode that was supposed to feature an advanced scout, there was a videographer, and the videographer was looking at the advanced scout, filming the scout when the Cleveland Browns hosted the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday. The Patriots played the Bengals this next weekend. So the footage is aimed at showing really what goes on with the scout, what he does as an advanced scout watching the next opponent. Um, So you... We, we've already been down this road before with the Patriots with sideline videotaping. That was back in 2007. Some call that Spygate. The NFL has reportedly confiscated the tape from Sunday. The Browns were alerted because it was in their press box. The Bengals were not alerted. Let me take you back to an ESPN report, and uh, this was the Spygate scandal. ESPN reporters... Don Van Natta and Seth Wickersham reported in 2015 the Patriots would send scouts to opponents' games undercover as media members. They would get media credentials listed under Patriots TV or Kraft Productions. They were prepared with excuses for what they would say if they were filming if security asked. Van Natta and Wickersham wrote in 2015... The videographers also were provided with excuses for what to tell NFL security if asked what they were doing. Tell them you're filming the quarterbacks or kickers or footage for a team show. Um, the, the Patriots don't get the benefit of the doubt in a situation like this. I don't know what it means with some of these writers who have said you've got to drop the hammer on them. I don't know what the hammer is anymore. I got to prove that they were cheating if I'm dropping the hammer. I can't go, you know, you cheated before, or you've done some things that are really questionable. Now I'm going to drop the hammer. I'd like to know what they were getting out of this. How about let's see what's on the tape? Not not that we'll get to see what's on the tape, but I'd like to know what's on the tape. 
you know, what were they gleaning out of this that might give them an advantage against the Bengals? Yeah, Paul. Would it be great if Belichick yesterday said, you know, if we were cheating, we wouldn't cheat against them. Like, that would be his explanation. Well, Belichick did talk about this, uh, and he had this to say about uh, why they were doing this. Well, evidently, this is uh, our production people on the TV show that were there. And we have absolutely nothing to do. We have absolutely nothing to do with anything that they produce, direct, or, or shoot, or anything. I've never even seen any of their tapes or anything else. So this is something that we 100% have zero involvement with. This is something that you'd have to talk to the production people about, or what they were doing, or whatever it was. So we think you're advanced. We've never seen anything that they've shot other than what's going to be on TV. Now, is Coach Belichick going to make this team available for us because he says, you know, you, you have to ask them. He doesn't make anybody available. So I, I don't know if you get the opportunity to go, uh, hey, can we, we talk to, to you about what you were doing? But he has nothing to do with this. That's what I'm surprised at. It feels like Belichick has something to do with everything that's involved with that franchise. Uh, and he would know what was going on with that franchise. But and I'd like to know what's on the tape, just to be fair to the Patriots, but I've read two articles today that say, you got to drop the hammer on the Patriots. I don't know what that means. Like, what do you need to see where you're going to go, I'm going to drop the hammer on? How about we don't overreact with it? Yeah. How about we're just, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you're right. In, in this world, in this job, our job is to overreact and then backtrack a there little bit. There are some days that it's like, hey, guys, let's wait for the facts to come out, okay, before we – today's not that day. No, no, no. You're right about that. That's the last thing it seems like we do. That was courtesy of WEEI. Glenn Ordway did the interview with Bill Belichick. Glenn will join us coming up next hour. Yes, Paulie. If I'm a Pacers fan, I feel good. Usually when we're accused of cheating, we make the Super Bowl. <laughs> this is a good sign. We're back. Oh, boy. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, here's one. USA Today. Uh, this is a Jarrett Bell. Roger Goodell should drop the hammer on the Patriots' Bill Belichick after latest controversy. Okay. Even if you plead ignorance here, that, that doesn't exonerate you. Hey, I, we had no idea what they were doing. Okay, you, you were still doing something that you're not supposed to do. And I can't, I can't go down that road with the Patriots where I go. No, if this was the Bengals doing this to the Patriots and they pleaded ignorance, I'd go, all right, yeah, you're right. The Bengals should be allowed to do this. Oh. Yeah, so uh, I, I don't know what that means that, you know, drop the hammer. Yes, McLovin. I have an explanation. Okay. So it's called do your job, and they were following a scout around. Yeah. Maybe the scout's job is to sit and take notes on the signs, which is perfectly legal. You're allowed to observe the other sideline. You just can't film it. So maybe they were recreating the scout's job. Oh, I thought that was true. Tell you that. I, I'm pretty sure you're allowed to film the opposing signals. But uh, well, not from that angle. Right, not from that angle. That's what Spygate yes. is completely. They filmed it from the wrong angle. But you're allowed to. That's why every coach in the NFL puts a thing up in front of their face. Yeah. Because they know they're being videotaped. Well, I thought that you could only get it off the All-22 that was provided by the networks. I didn't, I didn't think you could have a team camera pointing at the sideline. But I, so you can do it from certain spots? Right. We should probably do some homework on that just so we're not – Disseminating. Videotaping coaches' signals is 100% legal. Yeah. You can only do it from certain places. Yeah.
Uh, Jarrett Bell ends his column in USA Today. There is no reason to jump to the conclusion that Spygate 2.0 has arrived unless something really sinister is uncovered by the NFL's investigation. This isn't about demanding that Belichick needs to be docked a draft pick again, but this is about the integrity of the shield that Goodell speaks so passionately about. If there are rules prohibiting filming on the sidelines, they were instituted for a reason. And if not followed or subjected to a stiff fine or worse, otherwise, why have such rules? This too goes beyond the Patriots. What about the rest of the 32 teams? If the Patriots get a pass on this, there are a few other NFL teams that could use some extra video. Uh, We'll talk to Tom Kern, who covers the team and uh, see what he thinks about this. But when I first saw it, I thought, okay, you're doing this and you're facing the Bengals. And I know that that's probably not the best approach here because, you know, they they leave no stone uncovered for the most part. They do. But in a situation like this, were you doing something that Belichick didn't know what you were doing with this, uh, you know, TV show that you're doing? Did somebody make an honest mistake? But it feels like the Patriots don't get the benefit of the doubt there. What else do you have, McLovin? Okay, so we, in addition to the Patriots, Paul, you had a great Giants question. Okay. This is a little hot here. Okay. If you could have the 2018 draft do-over, would you still take Saquon Barkley? Would you take Sam Darnold? Or how about offensive lineman Quentin Nelson? I'll give you a complete mulligan on that draft. Or Josh Allen, I guess you could might throw in there too. Oh, boy. Or... Do we put Lamar Jackson? Actually, I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah. So would you would you still take Saquon Barkley? Would you take the All-Pro offensive lineman for the Colts, Quentin Nelson, or Sam Darnold, who went next and probably would would have been the pick at quarterback there? You have to imagine. I'd probably take Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson has the chance to be a Hall of Famer, I, and and not to say that Saquon doesn't, but. Everybody's looking for offensive linemen. And, and you know, there's there's a drought there of good offensive linemen, and he's a great offensive lineman. So I'd, I'd probably say Quentin Nelson. And I was on the Saquon Barkley bandwagon coming out of college, and I thought, you, you can get that guy, and he's that dynamic. Uh, you know, he's going to help Eli right away. Absolutely. I mean, my rationale was I thought that the Giants had a team that could win the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. When they got Saquon – I thought they had a defense that was actually really good. I thought you had some skill position players. You still had OBJ. You brought in Saquon Barkley, but it all collapsed. And uh, they never got close to anything like that. All right, we'll check in with the Patriots. Tom Kern, who covers them, we'll get his thoughts on this. Plus, he was the one who had the column on Tom Brady. Could you see a package deal where Tom Brady and Josh McDaniel end up on another team? Maybe a team like... Carolina. Find out next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Okay, this is just a 30-second commercial, and I'm going to throw a lot of numbers at you, but please, please stay with me. In just 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. The company that has been offering you great rates and great service for 75 years, it's Geico. I've been using them for a long time myself. And anytime you need help, you can speak to one of their trained specialists 24-7. No recordings. The company, Geico. Go to geico.com today. Sorry for all the numbers, but... I've been a fan and a customer of Geico for a long time. And in five, four, three, two, one, I'm out. Napa know-how. Napa. 
now at Napa. Get a free Chase Elliott racing hat with any $25 purchase. Set of brakes? That'll cover it. New battery? Hat-worthy. Replacing an air filter? Then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break $25? Chase approved. So get what you need and a free Chase Elliott hat. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 331 5-Hour Energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. If you're looking for last-minute holiday gifts, check out the danpatrick.com website, our holiday gift box, also Dan Patrick Show app. Oh, by the way, on the app, you can download your uh, Traeger Meat Friday songs right to the app. We're going to play a few of those uh, coming up. But uh, got some great stuff in there just in time for the holidays. Go to danpatrick.com or the uh, Dan Patrick app. Pretty uh, reminding me, I said Josh McDaniel, it's McDaniels, so uh, thank you, Todd for uh, keeping me straight on that. We'll talk to Tom Kern, who covers the Patriots for NBC Sports Boston. He'll join us coming up. We were talking about the most valuable non-quarterback. How how are we phrasing that, McLovin? A skill player. Like Aaron Donald could win it otherwise. But, yeah, I call it the George Kittle poll. Is George Kittle more (laughs) valuable than Michael Thomas, or is there anybody else? You know, I think the Niners have weapons. We just don't know their names. And, and he's a bargain. He's making $600,000. George Kittle is, is a great tight end. He's a great, great football player. Michael Thomas is having a historical season. Michael Thomas, is he's completing his fourth NFL season. He already has broken the record for most receptions through four seasons, all time. He's got 442 catches, in his, and he's not even finished. He's got three more games here. In the regular season. Yeah, McLovin. Does Alvin Kamara, although he's kind of struggled, does he neutralize that a little bit? Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's the Saints who always have a high Well, they lost effect. Ingram, and yeah. Kamara hasn't been the same. Yeah. I mean, Thomas has been as valuable as and, – and he should be included in, uh, I think, the MVP discussion. I, I really do. I don't know if he will be, but with what he's done for that team this year, and you know he's getting the ball, and you haven't had that running attack that you once did – you didn't have Breeze for five games? Yeah, man, it's pretty incredible. All right, Tom Curran, kind enough to join us on short notice. Uh, we have him on speed dial, Patriots insider for NBC Sports Boston. We're looking for a good scandal here. Uh, do we have one, Tom? Oh, it'll, it'll, yeah, it, it, it'll rise to the level of good scandal just because it harkens back to exactly what the Patriots got pinched for in 2007. I don't in any way, shape, or form believe that the football side of things said, hey, do us a solid, go to Cleveland and make sure you wear your Patriots jersey and videotape the sideline during the game because nobody will think twice about it. (laughs) But it's just too juicy. Excuse me. It's just too juicy to go away. All right. What are they accused of? Like, you know, how serious is this? It's going to be serious in the eyes of the league because of the appearances and in the same way, I think that the flake gate rose to something that Roger Goodell um, 
was a hanging judge with, this will be the same to a degree. Again, to a degree. I don't make any predictions on what the punishment will be, but they're accused of having a videographer in the press box in Cleveland who directed, while they were playing the Cincinnati Bengals, this week's upcoming opponent, having a video camera directed at the Bengals' sideline during the first quarter of Sunday's game. Bengals uh, staffer alerted the NFL. The NFL said, um, we're taking the tape. Bengals said the same thing. According to ESPN's Diana Rossini, the staffer said, can't we just delete this and forget all about it? Which doesn't look that awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, the, the Patriots' explanation is that the Patriots' in-house content production arm, used to be called Craft Sports Productions, does these series called Do Your Job, which is basically, you know, you'd follow Fritzy around and videotape him calling guests and stuff, and then you put it out and say, here, this is how Fritzy does his job. Well, that's what this guy was doing with an advanced scout. So logically, I guess, the videographer thought, well, it's probably a good idea to take video of what he looks at during the game, and he did that. Uh, how you could think that was a great idea and not have the institutional knowledge if you work for the Patriots that if you hold a video camera you never do that oh, I don't know yeah. but that's where we're going to be Dan but it always starts out small Tom these things always start out small and then yeah. it feels like they mushroom you know it, deflate gate it, it started out small then all we laughed this, at it yep. Yep, we laughed yep. we laughed on Monday yeah. Tom laughed on Monday <laughs> Now I've heard everything he said on the radio. Um, what I go back to, though, and I'm, is Bill Belichick during the Mona Lisa Vito press conference. And I would encourage you guys to go find this in the next couple hours because it's really interesting. He's asked about Spygate during that press conference by an Associated Press reporter. And Belichick's answer was this, and I'll, I'll read it to you. Okay. He says, I mean, look, that's a whole other discussion. The guy's giving signals in front of 80,000 people, okay? So we filmed him taking signals in front of 80,000 people, like a lot of other teams were doing. At the end, he says, so it was wrong. We were disciplined. That's it. We never did it again. We're never going to do it again. And anything else that's close, we're not going to do either. End mm -hmm. quote. Mm -hmm. So I, That's why I'm like, he thought they couldn't. Right? Yeah. Dan? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. But here we are. So we're done. It's over. <laughs> or the Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, you wrote the column that sort of laid the breadcrumbs down that Tom Brady would leave this franchise. I, I don't know if it's mutual or by his own accord there. And I, I was curious, did you hear from Brady after you wrote that? Not directly, no. Indirectly? I don't think he was pissed. Do you think that he thought you were accurate? I wasn't told that I was inaccurate. <laughs> if you I were mean, if you were betting a week's pay. Oh man. Patriots retire other. Other. Okay. Could you see a scenario where Josh McDaniels and Tom Brady are a package deal in Carolina? No. I think that that owner is going to be far too involved for Josh McDaniels to think that's a great landing spot. However, given Josh's, I, I might, I want to waver on that just a little by saying 
he had such a tepid response to his candidacy last year with only Green Bay really stepping forward, maybe he mm. would entertain that idea. Only Green Bay gave him an interview last year. But I think he wants to make sure that he's in a position where he's got you know, all the sway and Marty Herney's there. I also wonder, with all the struggles that Brady has had in, you know, in the last couple of months here, does that sort of reinforce the thought process of, you know what, maybe it is time for me to get out of here? On Josh's part? No, on Tom's part. Oh, certainly. Yeah, I think certainly it is because, you know, he's looking at, okay, they haven't gone over the moon to satisfy my contract demands. And what have they done with the money saved? Well, I can't really tell when I come out of the huddle and look around at the guys I'm surrounded by. I mean, I have an undrafted rookie. I have a first-round draft pick who's over on the sidelines because when he comes in, things don't go so good. I have Philip Dorsett, who the Colts left out at the end of their driveway. I have no tight end. And I have Jules, God bless him. And that's it. So I think that there are points at which – that's why I said in the story, Dan, that I think it could be an amicable split if, indeed, the split comes to pass. And this just comes down to – this is Bill Belichick's decision, correct? I think that in the the final analysis, it would be Bill maybe having to do some convincing – of ownership, but yeah, I think it would be a football decision. Deion Sanders had a, a comment a couple of weeks ago where it was cryptic, but he said he was guaranteeing the Patriots were going to add a playmaker uh, here by the end of the season. Who uh, who is that playmaker? I think that Deion might have been referring to Des Bryant because he and Des Bryant are extremely close, and he has in the past lobbied for him to go to. Um, but Dallas. is he advocating or is he? Re- I think he's advocating, oh, okay. not predicting. I think it's more of an advocacy than a prediction. Um, maybe they do sign him, but how's that help? I have no. I idea. mean, they had Josh Gordon, they had uh, Demarius Thomas. I'm not even going to mention Antonio Brown because what he did to shoot his way out of town, people he's uh, conveniently forgetting. He threatened the children of the woman who wasn't even really accusing him in a Sports Illustrated story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just it's, it buggers the mind, Dan. Yeah, but you have guys in, in that locker room who were saying, hey, we're okay with having him back. Right? Right. Right. Okay. But then, since, since then, I mean, they were all okay with having him back as a football player, but I think that they don't have to weigh what damage that does to the brand of the New England Patriots when a player is on the team who has done something like that. Yeah. They just want to win the football games, and I don't blame them. Do your job. Your job is to win the games. If you need good players around you, do that. If you're Robert Kraft, the job is to protect the brand as well, to make sure that it is marketable, and having him on the field detracts from that. So that's where the rubber met the road with that decision. Tom, it's good to talk to you again, as always. Are we done again as that fast? Well... Am I going to see you at the Super Bowl? Sure. Yeah. Who will you be covering? Well, it's going to be. <clears throat> I would imagine it's probably going to be a Ravens, uh, a Ravens Forty ers rave. Oh, okay. All right. Don't you think? It's starting to look like that, but you know, we got things happen in the postseason. Yeah, because can you see a scenario where you know the Patriots have lost to the Chiefs, they lost to the Texans, they lost to the Ravens. Can that be a positive for this team the next time around, whoever they meet? 
only defensively. Only defensively. Okay. I don't care who they're playing in terms of what they can do offensively. They can't get over 20 points right now. I'll be stunned if they get over 20 points more than once in the final three games here. And they haven't done it in a couple of weeks. So, well, they got 22 last week against Houston, but anyway. How much will it go. hurt, though? You've got to go. I, I didn't mean to make Wait, wait, wait. No, no. How much will it hurt if Garoppolo wins the Super Bowl? It shouldn't hurt because the Patriots got their post-Garoppolo Super Bowl win last year and a post-Garoppolo Super Bowl appearance. But you know how we are up here with Green. I know, but you feel, you're yelling and it feels like you're being defensive. I was just asking a question. You, you, I'm only defensive because I just think it, it made perfect sense to move on from Jim Jim. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Tom. All right. Goodbye. Uh, all right. I'll see you in a couple of months. Yeah. Well, not a couple Next of months. Mu- yeah. At the studio. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. All right. All right. See you. Thanks for having me. All right. I can't miss you if you don't go. That's uh, Tom Curran, NBC Sports Boston. Uh, Some people have uh, tweeted, has anyone seen the Patriots offense lately? Why would Josh McDaniels be a hot commodity? Wow. Yeah, I wonder if that window of opportunity for him has passed for him to get a job. I, I don't know if... Like candidates where, you know, Lincoln Riley is obviously a hot uh, property. David Shaw of Stanford will be a hot property. Yes, dude. Based on the amount of trick plays, though, he's got to whip out <laughs> lately. Yeah, you can't argue his creativity. Man. He's throwing everything. He, he is. He is. Uh, all right, we'll take a break. Play of the day is coming up next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the support this podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and of course, supporting. And now back to the show. Napa now at Napa, get a free Chase Elliott racing hat with any $25 purchase. Set of brakes? That'll cover it. New battery? Hat-worthy. Replacing an air filter? Then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break 25 bucks? Chase approved. So get what you need and a free Chase Elliott hat. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 331 5-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Oh, my God. The play of the day. Oh, my God. Corey Joseph has handled the ball by Ken Mauer. Holds it above his head. Thanks once, takes twice. Gives the belly. 35 foot three for the win. Nibania Bialica has just broken the 10 game losing streak in Houston. Is being mobbed by his teammates. A 35 foot three point shot from the far left wing. Nothing but net. Kings Radio Network, Pat Benatar, Hall of Fame finalist. Hit me with your best shot. Rockets fall to 15-8 and eight on the season. Russell Westbrook thought he had the game winner, and there was one second left on the clock. 
and the Kings called timeout, got the ball midcourt, and then hit the game winner there. So Kings over the Rockets, that is our play of the day. By the way, Reggie Miller will join us a little bit later on. Dollar Shave Club brings you the play of the day, the ultimate shave starter set, everything you need for just $5. You get that amazing shave. After that, they have restock boxes that will ship regular size products at regular prices right to your doorstep. Get yours at dollarshaveclub.com slash Patrick. All right, um, did we learn anything from Tom Curran? It starts out as a small little story, usually with New England. Remember, Tom Brady laughed at uh, Deflategate, laughed at it. And then all of a sudden, it started to grow. I don't know what's on the tape that would, you know, lead the commissioner to drop the so-called hammer on the Patriots. Are you taking away a draft pick? Are you fining them? They should know better. Anybody who's an employee who has a camera in their hands should know what the Patriots have already been accused of, been punished for. Everybody should know that. So there's no wiggle room here. Yes, Eden. Now, I get that this is all coming from me, right? Patriot apologies. So you can you can file it in that column if you okay. want. But if it, it's not a team employee, right, and just based on even the people that work around here, right? Production company. Production crew people who yeah. would, say, produce a digital web-only series called Do Your Job. Okay. They're not exactly people that are super up on sports, especially scandals that happened 12 years ago. It's entirely possible that the person that's doing this is some, like, 24-year-old kid who was 12 when Deflategate happened. That really doesn't like sports at all, but he just got a good job doing video work for the Patriots. How do you think that's going to go over if you're saying that to the commissioner? Even if it's true. Yeah, I don't know. Why? Why would the commissioner, what, is he going to come down even harder on you? Like, no, no, how no. dare you not hire video people with sports? No, knowledge? no, no. That is that a good enough excuse for the commissioner in this situation? That's, that's because it's the Patriots. Do you allow the ignorance part of this if you're the commissioner? That, that'd be my only question I would have. I mean, you could be completely correct with all of this. I don't know if the commissioner allows that longitude or latitude with the Patriots to go, Okay, well, I understand you didn't, you know, you hired somebody who didn't know that what you guys went through because he was 12 years of age. Right. I mean, I, I, do, I don't know what he thinks. I don't know how he reacts. I don't know if he has to overreact because it's the Patriots. Like, we would probably send the French kid yeah. to go shoot that video series for us, and he's probably not super up on Deflategate <laughs> uh, and yeah. probably not aware of the intricacies of what he's allowed to film and not film while at an NFL game, especially given the Patriots' history. I agree. I agree. No offense. I'm sure that no offense taken by the <laughs> yeah. French kid. Yes, Paul. But you can look at this, and any angle of the story can be very guilty feeling or very innocent, depending if you skew one way or the other. Like um, Tom Curran said that the Patriots person who was shooting said, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know I wasn't supposed to shoot here. Here, can I just delete it? That could be if you're a Patriots apologist, think like, oh, that's exactly what the kid should do. Oh, I made a mistake, innocent mistake. I'll, I'll delete it right now. Or if you think the Patriots are chronic cheaters, you can say, wow. That kid was ready to destroy the tape because he knew that he was doing something wrong and destroy it right there on the spot because it's digital and you can destroy stuff. You get to look at it both ways. Because according to Seth Wickersham, uh, he's got a CIA level of uh, espionage. Things where He's prepared with excuses of how to handle situations if he got caught. You know, Fritzy's an expert on this. He's an Astros fan. What do you think? 
I think if I'm Roger, <laughs> if I'm Roger Goodell, because of their past history, uh, that doesn't wash with me. I think as soon as the Spygate thing happens, like from now on, you had to put in some kind of system of checks and balances where any video equipment of any kind at any game needs to be checked with A, B, and C before it can move forward. I don't care if it's a little clip of something or it's for a YouTube video or a little fun production thing, teaching kids about the positions in the NFL. It's all got to go through this guy or this woman, and they have to okay it before you can even show up with that stuff. Thank you, Tom. You're welcome. Astros fan. You know, like curveball, <laughs> like an expert on that. Basketball. Expert witness. Thank you, Tom. Slider. Slider. Yeah. <laughs> is he not hearing me? Why are you swinging that? Slider. Oh, it's two for fastball. Yeah. My mistake. It's two for fastball. Where's my damn garbage can? I think the battery's out in that little camera hiding behind the train up there. <laughs> in the oh, boy. Yeah, I, I don't know where we go with this Patriots thing, but, you know, it's the Patriots, and you already made up your mind, no matter what's on that tape, it feels like. But if they made a mistake, an honest mistake, then hopefully the commissioner takes that into consideration. McLevin, you have a thought on this? Well, I think, you know, they have the tape, so they'll know what's on there. So there's a lot of speculation right now, right? What's the yeah. point of debating? If, if, they, if, if they have an assistant giving signs on the side, then Patriots get whacked to the full extent, even if there is a mitigating circumstance like the French kid was buying the camera it doesn't but, really matter but remember no. when I asked the commissioner and that's obviously been a long time since he's been on the show but I said what did you do with the tapes from Spygate and he said we destroyed them and my thought was why don't you let people see what they were guilty of so other teams know that you can't do this right yeah doesn't it be obvious? Yeah, but he but he said we destroyed him. And I go, well, why destroy him? Why why not say this is what you you can and can't do? Yeah, see. And it is a good point that while the Patriots version of the French kid may have been filming, the scout certainly should be aware of what you can and can't do in those situations. I think that'll be the key witness here uh, with the commissioner talking to the scout. What role the scout played, and and if you're profiling the scout. I would think the scout is probably not a 24-year-old, and it's his first, you know, you know, football game that he's at. Yes, McLevin. By the way, I, we can't guarantee it was the French kid. I mean, most everybody, 97% of people in New England who have that job probably knew Spike. <laughs> I mean, my, you know, I have a lot of relatives up there. Trust me, even non-football fans know the deal there. Uh, but though it could be an artistic guy. Do your job. You've met Patriots guys. They're all about this. It's not a Patriots employee, just for the record. They work for Robert Kraft. He's Media. about to. He's about to get a big raise, big <laughs> yeah. promotion. He's being sent to that magical little island with yeah. the deflata. <laughs> the shooter and the deflata. Yeah. They just show up in like a black SUV and they're like, sorry, buddy, you got to get in. Where am I going? Uh, can't tell you. When am I coming back? You're not coming back. During the season of giving, we'd like to offer you a little something special, and all we're asking in return is a few moments of your time. We need you to complete a short survey because your opinion matters to us and helps support the show. It'll only take a couple of minutes, and if you're one of the first people to do it, we'll give you a reward in return. Just go to podcast1.study, and everything will be right there for you. That's podcast1.study. The first 150 people to complete the survey will get a $10 gift card to Amazon.com. All of our shows are supported by advertisers, so filling this out will really help us. So please go to podcast1.study, and as always, thank you for supporting the show. And happy holidays from all of us at Podcast One. Napa know-how.
Right now, only at Napa, AAA members get a 20% discount. So you can avoid getting stranded on the side of the road by picking up some quality parts like batteries, brake pads, and more. Meaning you can prevent the problem before it ever becomes a problem. Bravo. That's 20% off for AAA members. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 331.20. 5-Hour Energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. <laughs> 